Welcome to The World in 10. This is your daily roundup of the biggest stories from across the globe, written by our correspondents and contributors at the Times of London. I'm Toby Gillis. And I'm Eleanor Shearwood. Today, we're going to be hearing from Ukraine's National Security Advisor. It's an interview we'll play you in English. Why is that relevant, Toby? Well, because uh, Italy's new Prime Minister won't be too pleased about it. We'll explain why. Vogue, on the other hand, pretty pleased. If you want to know why, stay with us for the next 10 minutes. The West must prepare for the collapse and breakup of Russia. Wow, bold statement. Yeah, but it wasn't given by me. It was actually from Alexei Danilov. He's Ukraine's national security advisor. And the Times managed to bag an exclusive interview with him. In it, he says the West didn't prepare well enough for the collapse of the Soviet Union three decades ago and needs to now. Oh, the attempts to stop this process will have absolutely no sense. That's impossible. That's the historical process. You cannot stop history. Uh, Russia as a country will stop its existence in uh, the current world. Okay, so for some context here, he's talking about Russian diplomacy. He said because there's been no real gains on either side of the battle for Bakhmut. Well, I mean, I just want to point something out, Eleanor, and that is that Today, so this is since this recording of this interview with Danilov, Mm -hmm. Russia have claimed just today that they have legal control of Bakhmut. It's a side point, but probably worth pointing out. Yeah, absolutely. But at the time, he said a lack of real advances from either side had been overshadowed by events like the summit between Putin and Xi, and also Putin saying he'll give back nuclear weapons to Belarus. But Danilov said these diplomatic things don't actually make Russia look good. They make it look weak. Yeah, and he's continued with this talk about this breakup of Russia, which he's predicting over the next either three, five or seven years. And he's pinpointed a specific moment in the battle where he believes that began. And it's the failure right at the start to capture either of the two key cities of Kiev and Kharkiv. And he's also predicted it's going to continue at a rate of knots, frankly. Now, I realise a lot of this might seem quite far removed. So I spoke to Richard Spencer, the Times Middle East correspondent, who conducted the interview and asked him what implications this might have for the West. What most people see happening is that this would be a huge boost to China, that uh, China would be able to gain control of A lot of the places where Russia has influence in Asia, for example, Central Asia, some people say that's already happening. And then what about the Russian Far East, where there are already a lot of uh, Chinese people living in places like Vladivostok? These are fascinating questions and ones which the West might want to take seriously, given that, you know, whatever happens with Russia, it seems likely that the main strategic battle in the next century is going to be between the West Uh, led by America, we presume at the moment, and uh, China in the east. So that's a prediction. What about what's actually happening on the ground? And what's quite interesting about this particular development, Eleanor, is that this is in Russia rather than in Ukraine, and it's made massive headlines, and for good reason. Yeah, so let's set the scene. This is about Vladlin Tatarsky, a famous Russian pro-war blogger. Now, he sat in a cafe in St. Petersburg, having a political discussion with hardline supporters of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Now, in walks, we suspect Daria Trapova. You can hear that happening now. She presents him with a box containing a bust. Yeah, and you can just about make out what he's saying in the background. He says, oh, what a handsome guy. Is that me? 
And obviously, as you hear, the people are applauding. He calls it golden. And then he asks Trepova to sit with him. Now, she says she's too shy and walks straight out. And seconds after she leaves, and this is after the point that this recording ends, the bust explodes and she drives away, as we've seen on CCTV from outside, in a white Volkswagen Polo. As is the way, often when we're working on this podcast, several stories break. So we thought we'd give you a quick rundown of some of them now. The first one is that Finland is officially joining NATO tomorrow. Yeah, why is this significant, do you think? Well, firstly, because it borders Russia, and obviously that's been a big theme of the whole conflict with Ukraine, but also because this has taken such a long time. It's because Hungary and Turkey have been kind of opposing what's been going on, and Finland and Sweden have been trying to join together but Turkey's still opposing Sweden's application. Yeah, this news, this development, Finland joining on Tuesday, has been welcomed by NATO Secretary-General Jens Stoltenberg. It'll be a good day for Finland's security, for Nordic security and for NATO as a whole. He has, by the way, also said that he still hopes that Sweden will be able to join. Now, uh, speaking of security... As if you can't. Remember the Chinese balloons? Who could forget? Yeah, exactly. Uh, So, confirmation today that they were spying. This has come out from three senior US officials. They released details. I've got some of the quotes here. They said these balloons gathered intelligence from several sensitive military sites um, that China were controlling the balloons. They haven't explained how much they think China's information gathering might damage the US. Eleanor, it's Masters Golf Week. Woo! Yeah, I love it too. The Times, of course, is their big team there. Uh, But this year, also returning, is Phil Mickelson. Uh, He was controversial last year. He missed it after dismissing the human rights abuses of his Saudi bosses. Uh, They're his bosses because they run the new tour he joined, Live Golf. But he's had a bad year for them, hasn't he? Uh, Yeah, it's fair to say he's not been value for money. $200 million they paid him to join. Uh, So he's under the spotlight going into the Masters. At the Times Chief Sports Writer Owen Slot, he's written a piece about it and he told me there are kind of two ways to look at it. One, it's bad for golf for the stars to be struggling, whoever they play for. But for those who don't like live golf, maybe form like Mickelson's is what's required to bring it down. Live needs big name, successful golfers to draw a new audience. If we get to the stage where those players are no longer apparently the star players in the world because they're not competing for the honours at the biggest events, then they will lose their luster. Toby, what do you hope to be doing when you're 106? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Probably pushing up daisies. Oh, that's optimistic. I think I'd rather be like Vogue's new cover model because that's how old this month's is. And she's a Filipino tribal tattoo artist. She's called Apo Wang Odd and has been using the same hand-tap tattoo technique which uses bamboo sticks her whole life. Now, some people say she's the last Mambabatok, which means master tattooist. Yeah, the picture's are absolutely amazing. She's incredibly stunning and you can see them by heading to the Times website or app. (laughs) 
Now, Eleanor, having done this pod a few times now, it's become clear that, frankly, you get given a lot of power. So I'm going to replace you with a new presenter. Oh, OK. Maybe I'll get a lion. <laughs> no chance. Only for a second, because here's my new mate, Il Googly, or whatever they call Google in Italian. Quanto inglese si sta insinuando nella lingua italiana? Troppo. Secondo il nuovo Premier League. Now, you might not understand what was said there, but no. that's kind of the point of this story. Giorgia Maloney, this is the new prime minister in Italy, has issued a threat of fines for companies, universities or government officials up to €100,000 if they use English words in their correspondence. So how big is this problem? Well, the Times man in Italy, Tom Kington, says it kind of depends on which English phrases are being used. Sometimes it's just because there is no Italian equivalent. So, for example, quantitative easing uh, has has come in. (laughs) Sometimes it's a bit of showing off, so people think that it's cool. So people who want to say they're looking kind of fashionable will say, uh, I am looking uh, molto fashion. And it's generally considered that it's just a really snotty, snotty phrase. But would it not be possible to argue that sometimes language just evolves naturally? Yeah, I mean, that's what I thought too. It kind of sounds a bit precious, but I speak a little bit of German. They use loads of English. Marketing, for example, is das marketing. I've heard people talk about followers, even business breakfasts. Um, you, you speak French, don't you? Are there any examples there? of? Uh, I think they call it franglais, don't they? Exactly. So l'Académie Française, which kind of takes charge of the French language, has actually tried to ban a lot of English words. Streaming, fashionista are just few that come to mind. <laughs> yeah, so we both know it's coming in across Europe. So I guess why does it really matter in Italy if it's, if it's happening everywhere else? So I guess, Eleanor, it's uh, arrivederci from us. And au revoir. That's it for today's World in 10. We'll see you tomorrow. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.